Welcome, ladies and divorce professionals. You are listening to the Divorce for Wealthy Women podcast, where we dive into complex and sometimes taboo topics relating to divorce and women. Specifically, we often discuss how affluent women can maintain their lifestyles during and post-divorce. Join me as we talk to the most sought after divorce professionals across the globe and share powerful tips that you can take along with you no matter where you are in your journey. Hi, Marcella. I'm so glad you're here today. It is just going to be a fun conversation. I know that we were just talking about what you do and your lifestyle as well as where you've been in the past. And so I'm glad we're doing this. Share a little bit about yourself. Say hi. Hi there. Great to be with you, Olivia. So I am a health and wellness coach and a life coach, and I help women move through times of transition. So that's divorce, death of a loved one, an illness, and turn painful patterns into authentic, empowered behavior that brings us what we really want in life. So (laughs) (laughs) that's a good little elevator pitch. I love it. It's to the point. And it really is something that women are really striving to find nowadays and searching for. They're really looking online. They're where do I go? Talking to friends. What in my network can help me? Exactly. And what's really beautiful about this time of divorce, as painful as it is, is that it really is an opportunity. And if we can frame it in our mind as an opportunity, and we can get really, really honest with ourselves about what got us to that moment. And it's painful to do that. So big, huge hug to all the people out there who are going through that. And by the way, I'm five years out from my experience with it. So I've been there and I know. And But if we can kind of frame that as, okay, this is a new beginning. And if I'm really honest, there was a little or a lot that I really didn't love about that life. That life is going to change drastically. It's going to be essentially over. A divorce is a grieving process. It's a death. And what's on the other side of that? A rebirth. And if I can be really take full ownership and responsibility for how I got to that situation, then I'm creating this new life while I'm in the process of divorce. And I think that can be really empowering. And I think we get to have a victim story, right? Everyone deserves a big, huge hug for betrayal and for being cheated on or all those things that can happen. There's like a little period of time where that's super sacred. And then beyond that, we need to create a new identity. And that identity can be buried so far under the surface that we're just now getting to see and emerge. And so not that there's a whole lot of good news when you're going through divorce, but as I was saying to you earlier, before anyone else betrays us, we betray ourselves. And if we're really honest, there might have been moments of intuition or little red flags or things that we just too painful to acknowledge. And now we get to kind of really look into that and I wonder if we're thinking right now, if someone's listening right now, if they can just think on their own, we'll give you a moment of what's the red flag that you didn't trust your gut on. And also, what is something that you have been thinking of as a victim mentality that maybe can shift out of that and create that new identity? And there's 
so many things we can probably write down if we want to be honest with ourselves in a really difficult time. And everyone can pause the podcast and write down what they're feeling right now. And I kind of want to go into your story a little more. Okay, so you've been divorced. Tell us a little more about that. Yeah, so it started about five years ago. And my ex-husband came home one night and I'm sitting there making dinner and he kind of came home earlier than expected. So it kind of caught me off guard. I was actually a little like, oh, great, he's here. We can have a moment. The kids are at sports. And he essentially said, I'm not happy. I want to leave. And I had that feeling of the earth just giving way beneath me. And you feel like you're in the upside down that lands physically in the body. And so it was extremely painful. And the next day, I was already a health and wellness coach. And I was actually kind of early on in my practice with that and kind of building my own business and getting my inner little entrepreneur on board. But part of my story and part of my huge fear was money. And what am I going to do about that? And I know that's, you know, something that you really help your clients with from that really technical point of view of like, this is what this looks like and really helping people plan. Part of my story was I had such fear around money and I had brought a good sum of money into the marriage, which he was happy to spend. And then kind of right before he tripled his income, he was gone. And I was like, oh my gosh, what do I do with all this? And really I had to look at myself and go, gosh, I would have left years ago if I had a little more empowerment around my finances and part of my pattern. And as I said, what I help people do is break down their patterns is I had a little damsel in distress around money. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to take ownership. I feel this weird guilt of like, how did I even get this money? I didn't earn it. And what do I do now? And so the kind of the irony of going through this divorce is I think, you know, I talk about source, God, the universe. So I hope that offend people that I really do believe there's a kind of a destiny waiting for us on the other side. Part of what I was meant to do was sort of like not be handed another pile of money, but to really dig deep and understand where my worthiness could take ownership of that. And so I got a lot of practice with getting those new patterns and those new behaviors on board as I moved through my divorce. But that's kind of an example of taking a really sort of disempowering old pattern and then turning it into something that's really more aligned with your authentic self and destiny. Oh, I cannot even tell you how many women have had the same scenario in their mind. So you're not the only one and anyone listening, you are not the only one, especially when you say the fear around the finances and also the guilt or even during divorce, uh, do I deserve part of that part of his, let's just say pension. Right. Those are not as seen nowadays, but in the last however long we want to talk about finances for, there's a lot of assets that women still feel guilty on. Is that even mine? I didn't bring that in. Well, that's where you just brought up your self-worth comes into play. So that is a yeah. big one. And that fear is so valid. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. And I think unfortunately, a lot of us, by the time we're being faced with the divorce, our self-esteem is like at zero, right? You're not at your best. And even if it's sort of like 
both partners are kind of co-toxic. We're always co-toxic, right? It's never just them. But even if we, our self-esteem is usually, by the time you're getting there, it's like, ugh, it's not great. Or it's based on something completely fabricated. Some sort of like, oh, well, I've got a new boyfriend and everything's all great, right? Instead of really kind of building those new muscles. And so that's unfortunate that when we find ourselves there, we're kind of like, ugh, at our worst. And so you come into the picture and what do you do? So what I do is I look at our shadow patterns. So those are the patterns that were put in place to manage our love, safety, and belonging. And they're patterns that we developed as little ones. Even if we had really great loving parents, we all develop these little survival mechanisms and certain roles that we play for the family. And so I look at sort of what those shadow patterns are, when they were put in place, and then we get to give them a huge big upgrade. And it's like we get to reclaim the parts of ourselves that we left on the path. And so I do that through a transformational coaching process. And then we there are action steps that we can take, there are tools and some meditations that I offer that help that transformation process. It's really hard to do alone. I had a lot. I'm really grateful. I looked around in my moment of desperation and was like, I had helpers right there. And some of them surprised me. Some people I thought would show up for me didn't. And then amazing other people did. So it can be a really sacred time where universe is really, I've got your back. You've just got to let go and trust. And that's not easily done without a lot of support. So I know that we've been talking about transformation and I hear that word now, it's almost like empowerment and all the other words that are almost overused at this point. But I do know for a fact that it does work when you have people around you and that team that supports you. You do get from a desolate, really anxiety-ridden state and divorce to a transformation of knowing yourself. So it does work. That word though, to me, is just oh, overused, but I get it. So yeah. at the last little second here, I want to hear about, I know that you just wrote a book and it's been very popular. Tell us a little more about it and then we'll let you go for the day. So my book is called, Does This Divorce Make Me Look Fat? And it's a heart warrior's guide to healing body image, recovering from heartbreak and building an incredible new beginning for your life. It's on Amazon. And it's really about using divorce as an opportunity to create that new beginning. And I'm a health coach first. So I look at body image issues, ways in which we self-sabotage our health through this experience. So that's kind of another little angle I offer. I love that. And I know you have workbooks and everything. So I'm just going to throw it all in the links. We'll go with that because people can then read it and just click. So much easier nowadays. But I wonder the health aspect, I do see that a lot is we have self-esteem issues around our body. And so is that something that you bring into your practice at the beginning? I know this is another question off topic, but I'm curious. I think it's a great thing to look at because a lot of our patterns incorporate body image issues. So if you have a perfectionist pattern, oh my gosh, you're going to be the girl or guy working out like crazy in the gym, not getting the results that you want and thinking you're supposed to be something other than what you are. So a lot of these patterns directly affect our health and well-being. So that's something that I like to kind of get into with my practice. Amazing. Because I have clients who have the personal trainers and the chefs and the nutritionists, but it's not coming from your perspective and your angle. So 
I'm really glad to have you on today. Thank you so much. Love it. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining another episode with me, your host, Olivia Summerhill. Until the next episode, visit www.summerhillfirm.com for a discreet way to find helpful resources that can help bring you clarity to your divorce journey.